Welcome to Voices of Cathet, a podcast which weaves together the stories of our region into a beautiful tapestry. We are Woven Threads Cathet, a youth-led nonprofit aimed at social change through storytelling with compassion. We are grateful to reside on the traditional lands of Tohaman Nation. Hello everyone, my name is Raki Rana and I was born and raised in New Delhi, India. I'm a grade 10 student at Brook Secondary High School. I'm your host for this special episode series. Thank you for joining us. Hi guys, welcome to another episode. I will be your host today, Raki Rana, and we have a special guest joining us today. And his name is Nicholas Simons. That's great. Um Welcome. Thank you very Welcome. much. Hap- I'm happy to be here. I hope I answer your questions well. Yeah, yes. And we're glad to be here. Um, to basically start off with, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your story? Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, I was born uh, in Montreal. I have five siblings. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm the only one out here in the West Coast. The other ones are down in Ontario, Nova mm-hmm. Scotia. And my father was a, a refugee from Germany. He was a Jewish man, so he came over as a child. And he married my mother, who has been in Canada with her family, and her family been in Canada since mm-hmm. 1700s. So wow. um, I grew up in Montreal. My father was a musician. My mother was a teacher. And uh, came out to British Columbia to go for my master's program at SFU. And so that's how I got to British Columbia. And uh, I was working out here. I was a social worker. Mm -hmm. I worked for the Shishach Nation for many years. And a lot of what I learned um, as a social worker made me interested in public policy and how the the decisions made by elected officials have a very direct impact on everyone. And in the case of social work in my profession, had a direct impact on little children. Oh, yeah. So I really felt like... um, the importance of having voices that understood the social service system in British Columbia to be in elected office. And so uh, I was asked if I would run for politics, and mm-hmm. I said yes. And oh, that's uh, great. that was in 2005, so that's oh, a long wow. time ago now. Yeah. So that's how I, I came out west and started into politics. That's great. How did you come to Cathet? Okay, well, that's uh, also an interesting story. Well, uh, others can be the judge of whether it's interesting or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For me, it was, uh, I went to SFU, and while I was writing my thesis, I spent some time on the Sunshine Coast. The mm-hmm. first time I came to the Sunshine Coast was to play my cello for a concert in Gibsons, and I knew it was a beautiful place all right away. And so every opportunity I had to come to the Sunshine Coast, mm-hmm. uh, I took, um, and then I, I decided I would spend more time um, in Half Moon Bay um, writing my thesis, and then I ended up getting a job. And oh, wow. My thesis sort of took a backstage, but I got a job in social services, and I really enjoyed the work. I had never really studied social work before, but uh, I worked for the Ministry of, social, of uh, child, Children and Families, and then the Shishoth Nation uh, asked me to come and work for them. And so I did, and I spent 10 years working um, working in Seashelt, and um, that's how I fell in love with the Sunshine Coast, obviously. And, of course, um, once I was elected, uh, I 
I was traveling a lot um, to Powell River and to other parts of British Columbia, but up and down the coast a lot. And so I uh, I saw Powell River in, in more detail than I had before, and I just thought it was such a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And I loved the fact that there was so many you know cultural events, and you know it was a, a community. And so I came my my partner who uh, he was. He's from the sun, he's from uh, North Vancouver, but he came up for a meeting with me once, and I was in the meeting, and uh, he was driving around, and he saw a house that he thought was a nice house, and so we decided to buy the house, and oh, he stayed. Nice. Yeah. How did your work or like job come about? Yeah, so my job as a politician, I didn't really think I would be a politician, but I grew up in Montreal, and um, politics was ever present because there were always issues political issues that involved cultural issues mm-hmm. and so uh, as an anglophone montrealer i understood the issues around language and culture and i was sensitive to them even because of who my parents were knowing that there were many different ways of looking at things and um and so Having been asked to run for politics, I, it was at a time in my career where I was ready for a change. I'd been doing some very uh, ch- challenging work, you know, investigating child abuse and so long. And I had a, I did other work that was, mm-hmm. um, you know, reviewing the deaths of children too. And so when I was asked if I would be interested in running for politics, I thought it would be a nice change and a nice opportunity to, to put some of the things that I learned in social work into practice. And oh, yeah? Yeah, so, so I, I ran and I, I was successful, and, and uh, I, I've run five elections now, and so far, so good. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Um, what does this mean to you, to be in service to the community? Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, even though, you know, I, I may get more than 50% of the vote, but I also know that many people don't vote, mm-hmm. and many people vote for people, not me. And so <laughs> well, I think it's very important for me as a elected, democratically elected representative to represent everybody, mm-hmm. not just everybody, people who are too young to vote, people who choose not to vote, people who are ineligible to vote. It's a community that you represent. You right. represent all, you know, the interests of, of the, the environment, interests of industry, the interests of, of business, small business, community. And I'm just one voice, and my responsibility is to reflect the community back into public policy. So when I hear about people upset about certain issues, maybe it's ferries, maybe it's water supply, yeah. maybe it's forestry, to make sure that the government knows what the people are saying, even um, even the, the diverse opinions that people mm-hmm. have. Ultimately, government makes decisions, but sure. it's informed by the people who, uh, who live in the community yes, as sure. represented by their choice of representatives. That's great. Um, why do you think it's important for communities to come together and support each other? Well, you see, I mean, I think we learn from history. We learn mm-hmm. from history that uh, that when there's division, um, and when there's division or uncertainty even, uh, communities sometimes can find scapegoats. They can find um, reasons not to get along with each other or issues to disagree upon. And I believe that coming together, whether it's through culture, arts, sport, uh, just gathering... Um, we build a stronger community because we see each other 
uh, in a way that's more about our differences and more about our, not about our differences and not mm-hmm. about our similarities, but about our shared interest. Yeah. And the more we can have a community that comes together to share their, their fun, their expertise, their hobbies, their interests, that's what builds the community. So at a hockey game, you see people who may be artists, maybe hockey parents, maybe business people, people who work at the, you know, in, in, in the forests. All these people come together in these situations, and that, I think, is you know, part of how our communities stay strong. Yeah, it's great. Um, can you tell us your favorite story about our community? It could be any story. Yeah. I know it's so hard to think of something because, yeah. you know, when you think of your favorite story, is what, what is it about the story that you like? And I know it's, it's a story I only remember very vague details, but I heard of a tourist who came to the coast and whose car ran into trouble. And they were in a hurry to be somewhere, and it was very important for them, and everything was closed. And I think oh, no. a community member just came along and found and heard about this person mm-hmm. and their, their, their tr- struggle. And they made phone calls and somebody came to the rescue mm-hmm. and just made sure that this visitor was not stranded oh. here and had, had, a, had a way to get home. So they fixed their car or whatever. And it was uh, just to me, it exemplifies really what, you know, strangers meeting and treating each other respectfully and so that's to me that's a, that's a symbol that's a thing that I think most people in Qatar aspire to being like welcoming hosts mm-hmm. and respectful visitors when they go other places knowing that we live in a really a beautiful place and with a lot of uh, a lot of fortune really to be here um, do you think um do you have, like, any challenges in your work, like your, the work you're doing? Do you think it's yeah. Well, it's good. It's, it's, it's um, you know, that's the kind of thing that politics can't solve. There will be differences of opinion, and there will be challenges, even if I wanted to fix, you know, for example, the ferry system so it never has any cancellations. You know, I I hope, I put on, I put, I nudge people in the right direction. I suggest, suggest you know, solutions to things, but ultimately it's not my decision to hire more people or to train more people. I can encourage that, but in politics it's, you know, you understand that you can't always make everybody happy. There are many ways of looking at things, and you just do your best to, to you know, listen well, and even when you can't, when you don't make promises that you can't keep, mm-hmm, that's an exactly. important one. You said you live in Montreal, right? Do you know how to speak French? Yeah, I oh, speak I French. Yeah, oh, that's, that's yeah. Great. Not as well as I used to, though. I should say it's uh, <laughs> it's something that I need to practice more and speak more. But uh, yeah, my br- I have two two siblings who are still in Quebec, and uh, and they they obviously have to or do speak French quite a bit. Yeah. Do your kids speak any French? I don't have any children. Oh, no, really? I have house plants and a garden. And oh, my wow. partner, and oh, so, cool. yeah, yeah. Oh, so I have nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I think they do speak French. I think they went to French immersion because oh, okay. they are in in Ottawa and in, in Halifax. So, That's yeah, cool. it's always nice to. I think it's 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 nice to be able to speak another language. Oh yeah, yeah for definitely. sure. Um, do you have like any future plans that you wish you you can do like? While doing your job, yeah, I I do. Um, 
Well, you know, politics isn't going to be forever. Yeah. You know, I I know that uh, uh, there's an election next year. Mm-hmm. I haven't made a decision about it, but yeah. except to say that I, I am running. Um, that means I haven't made a decision 100%. Mm-hmm. 90%, yeah. 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 So after politics, I, it'll depend. If I'm a very, very, very old man, I don't know. <laughs> I'll, but uh, it, I do enjoy, I play music still, and I like to... You know, work in the garden. I like to go bicycling and you know traveling. So, the I don't anticipate finding going in for a job interview anywhere. I don't yeah. think that I'm going to have to do that again. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. What does your wife do? My partner is a, a man. Oh, and okay. Yeah, sorry. And he is uh, he. Well, he's an artist and oh, he's so a cool. musician and he oh, works at the art okay. store, Cathet Arts and Wares. That's so cool. That's yeah. Brilliant. You might know him. He's a tall, tall man and he's got a bit big belt buckle. Slim Milky, it says on him, because he's a country musician. Oh. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So what were the first issues of being a politician like? Like the very first, like the beginning? Yeah, that that was it was um it was completely new to me. I'd never obviously I'd never been a politician. I only knew a few politicians mm-hmm. and so the learning curve was quite steep. Um but as soon as I was elected, I had to open an office. I had to open two offices because the Sunshine Coast, you know, you need to have an office on the lower Sunshine Coast and have an office on the upper Sunshine Coast so that people have a place to go and a place to call. And the issues on the lower Sunshine Coast, um, there was a there was a proposal to put a big um, a mine um, on the next like on the Seashell Inlet, and the residents across the inlet were really mm-hmm. upset about it because it would be potentially noisy and oh, there would yeah. be dust and all this kind of thing. So I remember I remember that issue being a, a, a big one at first, and so you know my my hope was that we would get a a plan in place so that decisions about the land could be made, you know, instead of each issue one by one being dealt with, that we would have a plan for the entire landscape so we would know what would be occurring in the forest, what would be occurring in uh, various areas of the Sunshine Coast. And it was difficult, but um, ultimately the mine didn't go in, and I brought the minister. I was in opposition then, because when in your opposition, you're not part of the government caucus. You're, oh, okay. You don't get to make decisions. You just right. try to influence mm-hmm. the decisions. So um, that was an interesting one. The hospital was being expanded, um, that was important because the coast was growing already then, and so uh, that that was an the issue. Paul River General it, Hospital, no, the Seashell oh, Hospital, okay, okay. yeah, and so that was a uh, that was a big issue uh, down there. Mm, um, yeah. The Cathet issues uh, were were they weren't they weren't as um, diverse because it's more of a centralized community, and so. I shouldn't say they weren't diverse. There are, there are many people with many different issues, but um, I can't even think of any that, oh, there are, the highway is always an issue. People want mm-hmm. the highway to be better. Even though, mm-hmm. cut that, the highway is better than the lower Sunshine Coast. It's quite windy. You've driven on that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. But the hard part, the hard part's about politics sometimes can be when you have individuals who you can't end up helping you don't know there's no way that you can change the rules for them or uh, their circumstance is just such a 
a sad one or a mm-hmm. troubling one, you can do your best to be encouraging and try to find people to help support them. Right. The challenges that we're facing now are, are clear to everybody. We have a lack of affordable housing for people. That's oh, yeah. a very big issue here oh, yeah. in Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. So housing is a number one priority for this government, and uh, I think that uh, it impacts on so many other areas. So uh, maybe if we can't find enough nurses for our hospitals or healthcare workers for our hospitals, it's because we don't have enough housing for them. That's a problem. Right. And even then, and and other, you know, other businesses in in the community, um, they are facing higher costs. So we have inflation as well. Inflation Everything is costing more. So, for example, as restaurants have to put their prices up. And, yeah. And, you know, on minimum wage, it, it's, uh, you know, we used to have the lowest minimum wage. Now we have a, a good, strong minimum wage in British Columbia. That was important because people need to, ultimately, they need to make enough money to live off. Mm-hmm. And so those are issues. And, of course, the sad and challenging issue of uh, the, the poison drug supply. And as a social worker, you know, it's, um, <clears throat> we realize that, you know, there, there are people that deserve compassion and care and, and thoughtful responses. And, of course, you know, now we hear you know, there are a lot of people who are angry about, you know, the, what they perceive as problems in community. And, you know, we, have to, we just have to address the issues from a, a thoughtful perspective and not be reactionary to every issue that comes up. But those are some of the challenges. And, of course, you know, ferries. The ferries services were the only, out of 87 constituencies in British Columbia, we're the only one that's entirely ferry-reliant. We're the only ones. And uh, so we have four ferries, and each has their own issue. But, uh, you know, uh, I hope people realize that when they're upset about a wait in the waiting lineup, it's not about the employees there. They do their best, and they've been... You know, they're very much part of our community. Yeah, that's true. Um, how do you deal with those challenges? Yeah, I well, I always do my best. So yeah. that's 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 first part, and I don't make promises that I can't yeah. keep. But um, I, you know, if I can connect people, and I, I, after having this much experience, I usually know where at least people can ask for help. And if yeah. I can't help them specifically, I can say. You know, we need to maybe look at changing this regulation or this legislation, and I tell them this is how we can try to do that. Yeah. Try to uh, to push government in the right direction, and to be a good advocate is is helpful. And I try to help uh, individuals in our community become the best advocates for themselves as well, mm-hmm. because people don't come to the people don't usually come to me, you know without having looked into a situation first. They come to me after they've run out of, right. pro, run out of choices and options. So, yeah, I, I find the challenges. I, I don't mind a challenge, and, uh, and people are usually very nice and very respectful to each other and to us as politicians, too. Yeah. That's good to hear. That's great. Yeah. Well, Can I ask you guys questions now? No, I know that's not part of it. Oh, you can ask us. <laughs> no, that, that's, no, I think this is really nice to have a place for people to talk about Cathat and to talk about issues. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I know that, uh, I know that uh, we have some exciting things happening here this summer with the festival. We have the logger sports, yeah. we have the choir festival, yeah. we oh, have yes. the Prisma that's yes, happening. Yes, coming soon. Yeah, and this so month. 
There's always something for people to do here. That's true. Yeah. Even though it's like a small town, it's yeah. nice to have like different events. So yeah. true, yeah, for sure. And, and do you enjoy going to school here? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's yeah. very nice. It's it just came this year, and I love it already. Oh, just this year. Yeah. And yeah. you? Um, I've been here. Yeah. Yes. I'm grade 10 now, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and we're thank you. so glad that we actually Well, you. thank you for asking so the questions, and I hope uh, I, I enjoy myself very much, and maybe we'll have a chance to do it again. Yeah, yes. thank you so much. Thank okay. you. Thanks for listening. Thank Bye. you for listening. Bye.